This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. In the conclusion of a three-part series about the Dillon Creek Wetlands Restoration, Project Manager Miranda Cross talks about the revegetation currently underway at Lanea Farm on Cortez Island and BC's disappearing wetlands. Forestry has had a huge impact on our wetlands, as has agriculture and development. Many residential homes are built in wet places, so they drain the landscape. It's such a common practice that I don't even know that people recognize it as draining wetlands. But every time a a ditch is dug that moves water, a wetland is being drained or a stream is being straightened. The impacts of that are great, especially in densely populated areas. This appears to be a global phenomenon. Cross-produced statistics for the loss of BC's wetlands. If you're in an agricultural area in the Lower Mainland, it's 90%. In southern British Columbia, it's a broad range. It's 60 to 90%. On Cortez, we're not as densely populated. We still have some remaining intact wetlands around. So we're probably closer to 60%. You know, everywhere I walk on Cortez Island, I see ditches and drained wetlands. Forestry, agriculture, and residential developments are our main threats to ecosystems on Cortez Island. And the western red cedar that once had these hydrated soils with water very near to the surface, at or near the surface year-round, now have ditches that are draining these swamplands that they have evolved in. They're not only coping with a hotter, drier climate, they're also coping with a lowered elevation of groundwater in their habitat. That's why restoring wetlands can be so crucial for these species because we are bringing the groundwater levels back up. We're rehydrating and resaturating the soils, making water available for plants and animals longer into these drought periods. Last August, two of the pastures at at Linnea Farm were decompacted and the soil artificially shaped into the high and low spots that exist in nature. The revegetation started shortly after that. We got some early rains in September, so we planted just about 300 native plants, I think 30 different species, as well as a native seed mix that we collected locally from wetlands. One of the species that comes to the top of my mind is cottonwood, black cottonwood, is a riparian tree that is very quickly growing. Recent studies into cottonwood have shown that it sequesters carbon at a greater rate than other species because it grows so rapidly in the first 20 years. It's also a very important food crop for beaver. Beaver love to eat it because it has a high protein content in the wood. So beaver will actually grow larger when they're eating cottonwood. I love cottonwood because it's also a medicinal plant. The resin in the cottonwood buds is usually collected after a big storm in March. In some places it's called balm of Gilead, in other places, I don't know what it's called, but it has propolis in it and it smells like this kind of sweet aromatic smell. I make a salve out of it that's very high in vitamin E and antimicrobial antimicrobial and antifungal. And cottonwood, the early settlers that were looking for agricultural land nearly eradicated cottonwood in many of the valley bottoms that they were farming because it grows like a weed. And once they were able to 
eradicate all the mature trees, there was nothing left to regenerate. So I know of four or five cottonwood trees on Cortez Island currently, and they're all spaced rather far apart so they don't pollinate each other, they're wind pollinated. I used to live on the hillside across the street from Linnea Farm. When Ken Hansen sold Linnea Farm, he developed the south-facing hillside as his home site. There's a beautiful orchard and behind the garden, there's this old cottonwood tree. The other place there's an old cottonwood tree is uh, right at the north end of Cortez Bay. Those trees just aren't close enough to pollinate each other. And so we've planted cottonwoods now at Linnea in the hopes that we'll be able to reestablish a population of, of cottonwoods that will naturally revegetate the area. We planted three different species of willows. Willows are also riparian plants that grow in that zone between land and water. So they're really great for stabilizing the, the soils around the wetland, especially at the inlets and the outlets where water's flowing and you might see erosion. So we'll be doing a live staking event coming up in February 12th, I think is our date we just set yesterday. We'll be planting cuttings of live trees or bushes that we take and then as soon as we can afterwards, we stick them into the ground, they root and they'll grow. That's a really effective, low cost technique for revegetation of native species. So we'll be doing willow, cottonwood, red orger dogwood, elderberry, and maybe twinberry. Those are some of the, the species that we've already planted, potted plants from the nursery, but we'll also be adding to that with these live state. What were you trying to accomplish? Our end goal is to revegetate the areas that we've disturbed because we have disturbed the soil. It was a, a vegetated field and then we brought in excavators and we dug it all up. We exposed all this soil. If we don't put native species in there and use mulch and invasive species management, then that area will become overrun with invasive species like blackberry and holly possibly broom, although at Linnea I haven't seen any broom because I think they're managing it. Our goal is not to have a blackberry farm, but to have habitat for wildlife with native species. So if we can plant the native species and give them a head start and then control the invasives that are coming up around them, then that end goal is supported to have habitat for wildlife and a, and a functioning healthy ecosystem. You've been listening to Miranda Cross, Project Manager for the Dillon Creek Wetlands Restoration, talk about the revegetation currently underway at Linnea Farm, and also BC's disappearing wetlands. Fokai is seeking volunteers for the next revegetation workbeat at Linnea Farm on Saturday, February 12th, between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Volunteers are asked to wear the appropriate footwear for rough, uneven and muddy ground, please come prepared for the weather, rain or shine, and bring water and food that you'll need for the day. Anyone interested is asked to contact Miranda Cross by email at salixwetlands at gmail.com. That's salixwetlands at gmail.com or call 250-850-9020 for details. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.